Welcome all to our ninth episode of Fabulous Flowers, uh, to a totally homegrown, all British inspired podcast, which we are dedicating to the wonderful, inspirational and eco-friendly British Flowers Week 2020. Here as always to take us through all things seasonal and champion every British grown item is our resident homegrown British flowery expert, Paul Hawkins. Hello there, Paulie. Hi there, Lucy. Yes, it's lovely to be back. Gosh, it just seems like yesterday we recorded the last one. Um, it's so great to be here. We can focus entirely on all things seasonal and gorgeous and lovely and British flowers. And I've just been so looking forward to this one. Just my, my favourite thing, divine. Yes, yes, me too. Um, and I know that you know a lot of people out there that would really love to help us support all things British. Um, and we've been getting to know a few of those people and we'll reveal all as we go through this fabulous podcast. But initially, Paulie, do please kick us off because I'd love to hear how and why you are so inspired by British and seasonal flowers. Uh, well, I, where do I start? But it's, you know, I think it harkens to one's childhood as well. I mean, British flowers for me, I mean, they, as well as punctuating the seasons, uh, it's, it's what floristry is all about in a nutshell the seasons, you know, the, the, the whole wonderful things from the first snowdrop through to, to the forget-me-nots and the spring bulbs to, to, I mean, to the star performers of Summer Herbaceous Border and the, and the Rose Garden and then, and then to those wintry seed heads of the poppy and the allium looking kind of lovely and lacy, covered in cobwebs and the first frost in the fallow months when they just look like Tom's Midnight Garden, you know, yes, it's just yes, divine. Absolutely, absolutely yeah. lovely. That's one of my favourites, actually, in the autumn when all those things just give you that last little bit. Yes, and that's why I'm a great fan of leaving. I mean, lots of you like to keep a neat garden, chop, chop it all to nothing, but I think it's quite nice to leave a seed head or two for frosty cobwebs and, you know, dewy, dewy loveliness. But, you know, uh, flowers, they're a vital part of our history and folklore and, of course, the ecosystem in Britain. Um, yes. And, um, you know, my florist training initially was with dried flowers uh, in the 80s, they were all the rage. I worked for someone called Fabulous Robert Day in Pimlico Road, and he was amazing, amazing, amazing. And then um, and then I went on and did a, an apprenticeship at Moises Stevens, the Royal Florist, and that was all in fresh flowers. So, um, but, but, you know, back in the day that all the dried English flowers were, were just perfect for dried decorations from Larkspur. Helichrysum, I like to say helichrysum, mm. um, which are those kind of ones. They look a bit, um, they're dry already, lovely shades. Everyone look up helichrysum now. Um, beautiful, glossy magnolia grandiflora leaves, roses and mint and marjoram and lavender and peonies and flowering artichokes. And I could go on, hydrangeas, mm. all dried and were all so beautiful uh, to use in dried arrangements, all inspired by Kenneth Turner, who was the flower god. Um, and a huge influence on every florist. I mean, he did dried and fresh stuff. And um, and then gradually, while this is all going on, the very, very high-quality, long-lasting duck product started coming in. Um, and actually, you know, it's it's really amazing product, but I just find it quite depressing. Peonies all year round. It's just to see summer flowers in winter. I mean, although they're great for a weekly contract work, so they're long-lasting, they just make your heart sink. It's like asparagus. At you know, I just, why, why, you know, so British flowers for me are fabulous for event work, beautiful blousy roses and quirky, wild, herbaceous beauties. You know, they create such a lovely hedgerow look, which I adore, very much 
my signature work for all my lovely clients. Um, so many of those quirky indigenous flowers, they just gives more of a natural look. You know, and I, I like parties that I work on to look as if the clients pick them from the garden um, and pop them in on the tables, you know, effortless, simple and, and understated, really. And, uh, you know, I, that, that wonderful saying, grown, not flown, is so kind of, what's the word? It's, it really echoes today, really. It's, it's so important. Absolutely, yeah. And I suppose with all the Great British Flower Week um, excitement coming up next week, starting on Monday the 15th of June, um, we too have had an amazing week, actually, uh, linking up with so many British flower legends that all influence and have a part in our floral world today. Uh, and I know, actually, Porter, you've been talking, haven't you, to a couple of your pals, your floristry pals, uh, who are avid supporters of British Flowers Week. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I certainly have. And I caught up with my lovely, dear floral friend, the gorgeous Paula Price. Oh, how lovely. Oh, you know, she's, she's back in the 90s. She was crowned florist of the 90s. And she did all that really wonderful, punchy, you know, there's wonderful clashing lime greens and the hot pinks and, you know, hot oranges. Um, and, you know, superstar, superstar florist. And she's completely passionate about seasonal flowers and, and a massive supporter of all things British, especially the flowers. Um, mm. And I asked Paula to send us a little message, Fabulous Flowers TV, and here it is. Hi, I'm Paula Pryke, and thank you to Fabulous Flowers TV, Paul Hawkins and Lucy Nolan, for asking me to say a few words about British Flower Week. Here I am in my kitchen, surrounded by British flowers, Chincherin Chi from Cornwall, Loving the Mist from Suffolk, and gorgeous Alliums and Eremus from Spalding. This year is going to be really important to uh, support our British flower growers. And so please buy some British flowers this week and enjoy British Flower Week. And don't forget to buy them all the rest of the year. Thank you. Bye. Brilliant. Gosh, good old Paula. Isn't she wonderful? Um, and also, I think you had another message, Paulie, from the very wonderful, clever, talented and incredible Shane Connolly. He, no less of the fame of Prince William and Catherine's wedding. Goodness me, goodness me. How lovely of him to share his British Flowers Week passion with us. Yeah, no, I mean, Shane, is he, he's a floral legend. He trained with Paul Brook and Gould, who are, you know, they're up there with Constance Spry and all these amazing traditional florists. Um, and, and Paul Brooks, you know, they... They specialised in lots of lovely indigenous foliages, which, you know, I, you know, I love a foliage. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, he's amazing. I mean, he's always at the market and he's so sweet and charming. And he is a huge supporter of British Flowers Week um, 2020. And, you know, he's, he's really into his sustainable floristry using chicken wire rather than floral foam. And bless him, he sent us this lovely message. British Flowers Week isn't just a celebration of flowers, it's a celebration of flowers that are grown nearer to us. It's a celebration of sustainability in flowers. And I see that as the future of the flower industry. We need to be more sustainable. We need to protect nature, which is our inspiration, which is where we get our flowers from. So we have got to look after the boss. I also feel that respecting nature gives us a greater respect for all of nature, 
and we are all part of nature, so it gives us a much deeper understanding of our interactions with other people. And that's something that I think we really need at the moment. So I think British Flowers Week is even more important than it usually is. And I hope everyone has a chance to enjoy it and celebrate flowers in the purest natural way. So that was lovely of Shane to give us that actually sort of very um, current message there. And we also... Absolutely. That was really kind. Yeah, of yeah. And also very mindful, mindful floristry. And we also had a great, lovely, lovely message from uh, the legendary John Carter, who he is another superstar florist. And he was the late Princess Diana's favorite florist. And you know, he, oh gosh, he always tells me lots of lovely stories. Anyway, he sent this wonderful little message reminiscing days gone by flowers would arrive in the way at the market. Here's John now. It is so lovely to be able for us to have such a large selection of British flower farms. When I first started my career, we only ever used British flowers. I remember there was a specialist oriental lily grower. They would come in long, narrow boxes with fine wooden battens holding them all into place. Each flower would be wrapped with cobalt blue, bright tissues protect them. They just looked so perfect. Gosh, Paul, isn't that lovely that we've had Shane and John's lovely contributions to our podcast? I love it when all of you floral talents come together. It's so <laughs> lovely to hear everybody's views. True. I know. Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, Lucy, there's just one more little message I'd love to include for our British Flowers Week celebration. And that's from my dear friend, Robbie Honey. He's an absolute star florist and a celebrated botanist in his own right. Um, and he's at home in Zimbabwe, self-isolating there. And this is the lovely message he sent. There is nothing lovelier to me than British grown flowers in season. And the joy I get from armfuls of scented English lilac is just incomparable. And I find lilac that's forced in a greenhouse out of season just can't conjure up such emotion. I find it rather stiff and scentless by comparison. One of my favourite British growers is my friend Roseby Morton, who grows the most heavenly scented roses and sweet peas in Hampshire. Oh, how lovely, Robbie. Goodness me. So, so lovely to hear so many supporters so keen to join us here on Fabulous Flowers when we're celebrating Great British Flowers Week. Yes. And so we ourselves, haven't we, Paulie? We have been out and about uh, meeting some incredible and inspirational local flower growers here in Sussex because we want to also champion the British Flowers Week and do the best we can for all those flower growers, flower farms and inspirational flower people down here and in fact all over the country but as we're down here in Sussex we focused on a bit of Sussex didn't we Paulie? Absolutely Lucy we certainly met some really super duper people and uh, it was lovely to meet up with them socially distancing of course um, and we filmed some lovely little filmettes for our Fabulous Flowers TV channel over on YouTube but um, one of my favourites was the lovely wonderful inspirational grower down there in Sussex Georgina Bollen at Flitterbrook Flower Farm that was to get the right teeth in for that um and she showed us all around her lovely 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 beds showing us all the wonderful sweet peas and corn flowers and and the, and the dahlias on the go and the lovely roses and, and she's chosen to plant you know why she's chosen to plant them and grow them and why and she was just great wasn't she i mean i'm just getting so excited thinking about it an amazing experience 
Yeah, she really was, actually. And you had so much fun there picking all her flowers. I was standing, obviously, socially distanced with my lovely husband, Andy, on camera. Um, we can obviously stand together because we live in the same house. <laughs> but you were there. You were there with um, with your trug, which you purloined from the truggery, Paulie, that wonderful trug shop down in Hurstman Sioux. Everybody that wants a trug that lives locally or indeed can access them online, go there, look at it, buy a trug, the truggery in Hurstman Sioux in East Sussex. And when we put our lovely film up over on YouTube, you can see for yourself all those amazing blooms that Georgina picked with Paulie, the fab trug, and also the incredible job you did, Paulie, arranging them. And they honestly looked breathtakingly, naturally British and beautiful. Well, they were just, they were so lovely. It was such a sort of treat. We also met another local, lovely seasonal flower grower called Heather Brown. And um, a very interesting story with Heather. She only started her British seasonal flower growing this March. Um, she'd attended a floristry course in Sussex and, and then everything went into lockdown. And then she started to grow her own flowers on a, on a little patch at Fair Oak Farm. And how amazing. Yes, absolutely. That's um, Heather Brown. And I believe, let's big Heather up, she is the wild meadow florist down here in East Sussex, and you can indeed find her through Fair Oak Farm and also on her own, uh, I think she has her own Facebook page, which is The Wild Meadow Florist. And she was amazing too. And she obviously was mm. looking for that piece of ground. She was telling us, wasn't she, in in March when everything locked down and she had done a little floristry course and then wasn't sure how to take it forward. And she contacted the lovely Ian who runs um, Fair Oak Farm. And Fair Oak Farm is a wonderful country estate where you can stay for a retreat or rent a house for your holiday. And he had a little spare patch of land. And those two got together. And the rest, as they say, is history. Isn't it, Paulie? Yeah, no, absolutely. Such a lovely place. And she'd grown, you know, rosemary and lots of lovely, you know, as I love, I love a herb. Mm. Um, and we created these lovely little arrangements in jam jars. Um, and it's just, it was just such a lovely thing to do. And she, she was so keen and such amazing enthusiasm and taking it like a duck to water, what she was growing, lovely indigenous British blooms. And it's, I mean, it's just so great. I mean, it, a, a shining example of, of the good that's come out of all this awful corona business and different people coming together and, and, and supporting each other. And I really enjoyed picking all those flowers with Heather and it was just beautiful, beautiful. And um, and she, um, to think that it was only planted in, in March mm. and um, we, we got some jam jars and those together. And um, and it's just a fabulous thing. We've, we've done a lovely little film, um, which is also available to watch on our Fabulous Flowers TV channel. So you can click on that and enjoy what we did with uh, Heather's flowers in some rather sweet little jam jars. Um, mm. And did you know, did you know, by the way, Lucy, that uh, Heather even uses the alpaca poo from her alpacas the manure for all the plants she grows. I mean, talk about sustainable. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. That's a whiffy job there. Um, <laughs> yes, I think those are Ian's alpacas, actually. I did see them in the field as we were there filming. So, gosh, I wonder if Ian would mind if I popped around with my uh, my bucket and a spade and just <laughs> um, purloined a little alpaca poo for my roses. <laughs> I'm sure he wouldn't mind. I'm sure he wouldn't mind either. He seemed like a very 
fun sort of generous sort of man um he certainly did so uh, we've also now paulie haven't we we've done a bit of research just a few fun facts uh, because british flowers week as we know commences on monday that's monday the 15th of june and mm. we uncovered a few facts about that and they are that the british flowers week is an annual national celebration of the wealth and variety of british flowers mm -hmm. and it was started in 2013 and set up by New Covent Garden Market. You can find them on Instagram at Market Flowers. And New Covent Garden is, in fact, London's oldest wholesale market, isn't it, Paulie? Absolutely. I mean, it's it's, it's steeped in history. And to think the original one was almost knocked down in the 70s, and it was saved, actually, by Glenda Jackson. She did a huge um, uh, campaign to save it. but um, uh, They moved it, it actually, didn't they? Because... My father used to have a company in, based in Wardour Street, and when mm -hmm. the market was closed down in its first uh, guise, he actually yeah. bought from Covent Garden Market one of the signs that said Covent Garden Market. <gasps> and when I was a child in the 70s growing up in Sussex, we had that sign up on the wall in my kitchen. Oh, what happened to it? Do you know? I actually don't know. I will have to find oh. out. Yes, it was a proper old, big black sign oh, with silver um, elevated writing that just said Covent Garden. Amazing. Yes. I mean, that's incredible. But that whole beautiful, old, I mean, it's been there, dates back to the 1600s. And, and that's been, you know, there. And it was nearly, nearly all bulldozed to, you know, to just build offices and Glenda Jackson saved it. But, yeah. um, but I mean, British Flowers Week all started off using a very simple hashtag, hashtag British Flowers Week. And it's grown year on year since 2013 with more and more growers, followers, flower farms and florists becoming part of it all. And it's it's not all about the flowers, Lucy, because British Flowers Week, I have to say, it also celebrates British homegrown plants and foliages too. And you know what I I love a foliage, darling. Oh, I know how you love a foliage. It's all about the foliage. Get the foliage right, Paulie. And the flowers, what will they do? They'll certainly follow through, they Lucy. I'm glad, you've been, I'm glad you've been listening. That's all I can say. Oh, you know? yes. I get an A star <laughs> for my homework there. <laughs> so hopefully our wonderful Fabulous Flowers TV followers will actually help us with this great course, British Flowers Week, and really put some effort in to uncover some hidden gems in their local area that might be able to supply them with some flowers to plant or some flowers to grow, or maybe order some British flowers, or even collect a lovely flower arrangement done by these British growers. I mean, every little bit helps and every bit, little bit's welcome. And whether you're, whether you're buying flowers for one or two arrangements in your kitchen or buying a car boot full of lovely British grown plants for your garden or, or, or giving someone a bouquet for a special occasion or just for the sake of it, why not spend 10 minutes looking for a local British seasonal flower farm or a grower and look out for the British homegrown plants at your garden centre? Buy British flowers to support that, that the industry. I mean, who wants flowers that have been flown halfway around the world really and you know let's big up the british flowers and, and plants you know no no carbon footprint mm. wouldn't it be wonderful if our, if our fabulous flowers flowery listeners make their own jam jar or or little arrangement and uh, place it on a windowsill and where everyone can see it and take a photo tagging us in it at fabulous flowers tv because we'd love to see those then we can go out together in a wonderful gallery of british flowers on our facebook and instagram all to enjoy. It'd be lovely to see all your flowery efforts. That's a lovely idea, Paulie. I'm up for that. We could both do that. I could um, mm. order some lovely British flowers, possibly from either lovely Georgina Bollen at Flitterbrook Flower Farm, 
or even the lovely heather at the Wild Meadow Florist, both down here in East Sussex. And we could have a little wrangle and a jam jar and a pot and a jug and put ours up on our Instagram feed as well and put together that gallery of gorgeous British delights. I'd love to. I'd love to do that. I think that would be really good fun and love to see your flowery efforts, Lucy. That's what I say. But um, mm. well, it's been fabulous. I've loved our little sort of wander down the garden path of British floweriness. Um, but before we go, if there are any British flower growers or farmers out there, please, please get in contact via our social media and we'd love to help promote your work. I think that's really it. Back, back to our regular podcast next week, Lucy. And um, I'm off to have a little think about um, a bit of floral focus. It's goodbye from me and uh, over to you, Lucy. Absolutely wonderful, Paulie. That really was fun. I so enjoyed it. And it's always nice to do a podcast about a really good cause like British Flowers Week. So from me, for now, until next time, it's a British flowery goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.